Yes, sir. Check one, two, one, two. What is this? Episode seventy-seven. Let's get it. Still trying to figure out what we gotta do for what we're gonna do for a hundred. It's like you gotta do something special for that. That's what someone I was just talking to somebody about that. They were like, "Yo, like," so I was on a meeting. And they were like, "Yeah, man, you coming up on a hundred soon?" I was like, "Yeah." So I'm 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 really hyped and expecting for that one. I was like, "Oh, we can do a um, put some pressure on me." I didn't really know what to. I didn't really know what to do. They applied the pressure. I mean, I was just really gonna, you know, throw the balloons in the back end. <laughs> call, call it a day. So that, we, you know the one zero zero. Yeah, but I feel like it definitely we need a little something. You know what I mean? But what though? Maybe we just throw a crazy guest on. That's the only thing I could really think of. Like who? Mm, Give me a name. I mean, I don't. I don't want to throw anything out yet because it needs to mm. be the shock of everything too. Mm. It's just gonna drop. They're gonna see it. Episode one hundred. Mm. I actually just seen a podcast that do that. For their five, I mean, it was their like five hundred. The crazy guest, yeah, that was like long awaited. Hmm. So that's what I, that's what I was thinking though. I feel like that that that'll be nice. But who would you have in mind though? Like, like a Michael Todd or mm. you feel me? Someone along those lines. Like I, I wanted to keep like a secret, a but we're having Perry. Tim Ross on the pot. No, Tim Ross, <laughs> right? That'd be fire. Someone like yeah, people, you know me in that range. I think that would be heat. Yes, no, we, sir. We're gonna see what happens. But I feel like we got a different type of attire going on today. I was thinking about that whenever you set up the camera. Like we're actually wearing fits. Because <laughs> usually we just get like up Like we here actually have clothes on. Yeah, yeah like we like, we you know what I mean? sweatpants and a hoodie. Right, the hoodie or just like, you know, the t-shirt. You try to step with slept. the khaki, the khaki cargos. and the I mean, this is, you know, this is my go-to. You know what I mean? It never fails I me. I know it's your go-to. <laughs> Every time we go out of town, you wear the same <laughs> The same combination. Not too much on me, bro. Not too much on <laughs> the same combination. That's crazy. It's, it's every time, bro. Some khaki cargo. So I don't. I, so you wouldn't consider me to have like be a person that has drip? Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. No hesitation in that. It's crazy. <laughs> so all right. So if we're gonna do it on a scale of one to ten, I actually, you know, let's get into it. On a scale of one to ten, where would I land right on now. this like uh, drip meter right now? And where would you be at? And how do we compare? As in right now. I believe what in you your, I believe in your potential. So are we basing off potential or just right now based off no, of like right, like your right track now. record? Based off your track record? Like history. You're so from, from womb to tomb. Like mm. well, from womb to present day, right? Okay, you're not you're not too far. You're sitting at like a three. <laughs> <laughs> what? You're at a three. Bro, no, that's disrespectful. Bro. You're at four. You're four. I've bumped it up to four. Bro, anything below five, like I might as well not even three like, is crazy. go outside. Three is crazy at four, actually. Four and a half. But four anything half. below five, I might as well not even go like outside. Like that's like not even being like you're not even presentable at that point. I ain't I ain't like that. I like to be comfortable. Is what I say. You feel what I'm saying? I don't like to do too much too often. But when I need to, I'll step. You know, that's what I'm saying. That's why I asked you previously. Potential. You're, you got potential, but like based off your track record and your daily fits, like it's a four. <laughs> but potential, I'm putting you at like a six, seven. Putting you at like seven potential. Bro. All right. So where would you be at present day? Present day. Six, six. Oh, you trying to be humble? All right. Where would, where, where would your potential be then? Where would your Where would you fall? It wouldn't be too, my ceiling wouldn't be too high. Maybe an eight, so not too high above yours. Well, you okay? So what do I need a stylist? I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I really don't. I'll admit to not really having. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You, that much drip. And I and, like and I and I appreciate that you acknowledge that. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know I appreciate that you acknowledge. That. You need a stylist, bro. We both need one. That's crazy. Yeah. So look, if you you listening. You tuned in. You got somebody in your mind, or you, you know, I me, mean, you in the industry, you in the space, hit us because 
Lord knows. I did, you didn't make you the ass. Help. You didn't make the ass like urgent enough. Hey, someone, please <laughs> help Come him. On. Please help him. Please. Right, no, 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 no. If we're gonna talk about my fits and my drip, we need to talk about. Don't your talk taper. about haircut. Oh. We need to talk about your taper. We need to talk about your taper. We're adding a new segment of podcast called Haircut Talk. You know what I'm saying, if there's any I want barbers. the people to really judge. <laughs> I, we need the lucky. You lucky we ain't got the second angle up because we're gonna have that next week. Oh, but really man. to judge your taper right now. If there's any barbers, please DM. Now. Yeah, I'm glad you sent in the SOS. Anyways, thought it was only fair. Nah, it was good. <laughs> <laughs> nah, well, look, I actually, yo, I saw a clip of this song on Instagram, like mm-hmm. on Reels, and I was like, yo, this is crazy. It's a great song. Shout out Alex G. Play him last week in the outro. Breaking my lust. This is life has changed. Pop, pop song. My whole life has changed. Yeah. Ever since you came in, I know you waited. Said that you was good, man. Episode 77. I know you're tired. Let me get fired. Yeah. Yeah. Like what? Look at me different designer. Mm. Talking, I'm talking, I don't need a doctor. Looking for God because I'm looking for doctors. You looking for bread and I'm looking to prosper. <laughs> I'm looking to win and I'm looking to conquer. Yeah, I'm living my faith and it's making me stronger. I don't need trip. You know that I got it like that. Look at me, different designer. Over the phone. Talking to God, I ain't leaving alone. I know that you got it. Pulling my thumb. Getting me back in the zone. I can't be tripping. The RB back today. This sample is crazy. This sample is insane. Hold on. Okay. God got what you need. Go to the king and give what you want. Supply all your needs. You know you need his son. Take on your flaws. So you can't find This is my pocket too You know the R&B the is the best Alex Jean got it bro Can't go wrong with so it Alex Jean got it Can't go wrong with it My whole life has changed Just what? Ever since you came in I know you waited Said that you was still the perfect one Okay Yeah I know you tied up Let me get fired up hey. I got a trip like a Dolce Gabbana Look at me different designer Talking, I'm talking I don't need a talker Looking for God cause I'm looking for doctor You looking for bread And I'm looking to prosper <laughs> I'm looking to win and I'm looking to conquer. Yeah, I'm living my faith and it's making me stronger. I heard this like cause I know that I'm dead. Yeah. That's one of them ones. Yeah, that's that one. That's one of the ones when they played in the car and you gotta like sneak your phone to the side and like do the Shazam on the snap. But you be doing that's that? Doing. Yes, bro. <laughs> no, I don't have snap no more, so I'd be having like I, it forces me to like because I can't just ask Siri, yo, what song is this in the uh, back? You know what I'm saying? That's, think, that's a fact. I've been doing that so much. That's what, what I'm saying. We need to unpack that. Why don't we just ask? Because people be holding it over you. No. You do this all the time, bro. <laughs> you know, And you know. That's why you laughing, What bro. do you mean? Bro? Anytime you mean? I play a song that you put me on, you holler about some. Who was listening to this first? <laughs> <laughs> I do do that a lot. I do. I do, bro. I do because I I just need to know what you. I need to make it clear for everyone. It be known, yo. Like I, who put you on? Like it was me. Like you know what I mean. And that's fair with you. I know you be joking though, so I don't really care. I will still be asking. But nah, that's crazy though because I I don't know because I don't know if other people do that, but I definitely do that. I probably still do that. Um, I'll be in this like in a car with John. This actually happened recently. We were in Nashville. (laughs) We were driving to Chick Fil A to get some food. Crazy how Chick Fil A's getting brought up again. But we were going, we we're going to get some yeah, food. Yeah, and yeah, he he played a song by Cray mm. that was crazy that I never heard. You asked before. him. You should have asked him. No. Oh, you you oh you looked up the lyrics. I I mean I tried, but I I, I, I <laughs> no look. Yeah, bro, my 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 attempt failed in my search. I've been the doing song. that as well. I just found I, I find a couple key lyrics in the chorus and I search it up and I, I usually find it. But song. why not just ask? Like, why don't we just ask? You typically with your friends. People be hating, bro. People be hating. They be gatekeeping. That's what, what I'm it saying, is. Bro. But now that was "Life Has Changed" by Alex Jean. That's our guy. 
Hopefully you can get on the podcast. Oh soon, yeah, actually. at some point yeah. we got definitely to. Definitely gotta get tapped in with him. So definitely He's go check that fam, out, huh? He's eating fam. Eating fam for a fact. He's down in Orlando. So go ahead and check that song out. It's a new new segment, another segment of putting you on. But let's go ahead and get tapped in. It's let's your go. boy D Starks. Starks artist. And you're now tuned in to the Justin from Podcast, where we talk everything faith, life, and culture here for another week. Welcome. For the ones who are tuning in for the first time, and welcome yeah. back for those who have been rocking with us for a minute. We Happy appreciate it. Yeah. So, look, we actually got a lot coming up this week. Well, not really this week, but really on Friday, to be honest. We just came back Tough. from Nashville yesterday, and I say this with, like, complete confidence. Thanks. And I've mentioned this before a few times when things were recorded, but this by far, by far, by far, no debate, no question. The best episode that we have ever recorded. Like the best thing I've been a part of, like being behind like a camera and a mic or in front of a camera behind a mic ever. 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 Mm. It was like that. What do you think? That's not too crazy to say. That's that was definitely Mount That's not Rushmore. Crazy to say. That was definitely Mount Rushmore. So I'd have to agree. No, that was definitely Mount Rushmore. We recorded it. We were with our guys, John and Eric. A lot of people have been asking, yo, when they coming back, when we're gonna back on. And I was like, soon. It's be coming. patient. We got it's something, man. So that's actually going to be dropping Friday. We got a new segment, a really new part of the podcast that we're adding to yep. just different. It's Every called month. Asking for a Friend. So we're going to be doing this segment with, you know, John and Eric as yep. a co-host of that every last Friday of the month. Basically, the tag of it is uncensored, unfiltered, and uncut commentary on what everyone is thinking but does not want to say. So, look, that's why I'm not talking about I'm me. Not, I'm not. But You but feel me? But I'm asking for I'm, a friend. <laughs> I'm asking for, for a friend. friend. For a friend. It's not me. I'm not. It's not. I'm asking for a friend. So that's dropping Friday. So stay tuned for that. Um, I'm really. I've honestly never been so pumped and amped for something to get out and for you all to like listen and just be a part of it. Yeah. So, yeah. How you? How do you feel about it? Am I like? Am I off in my assessment? Am I no, gassing it? You're, you're not gassing it at all. It's the right level of gas, quite honestly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyways. <laughs> I'm real excited though. I'm real excited about the topics we're gonna be talking on. Like it's just uncut. It felt real, like we was just with the boys talking. Yeah. You know? So I mean, that's I mean, we do this here on our podcast, but on that on that podcast in that segment with asking for a friend, it's gonna be a whole new, new level of right, transparency right. and just really tackling like the taboo topics that we all thinking about things we all want to say. We have a questions about, say. but just never get addressed. So well, I guess we really looking at cancel this <laughs> at this point. Hey man, but if y'all have any suggestions of what y'all want to hear. Yeah, let definitely us let us know. Y'all know let what it know. is. So, yeah, stay tuned for that Friday. And then also, see, Friday's just a big day. We got a lot going on. We are doing or hosting our first Bible study of the year with Revive Gen Online. So, for those who have been rocking with us for a while, we were able to do this, man. It's a while back. It was some months ago, like a minute ago. Um, it's an online pr- platform called Revive Gen. And they essentially host one Bible study every single month. And they were approached us not too long ago. And we did it. Um, I want to say this is back. What what month was this? Would you know? I wouldn't know. Early early long. last year yeah, though. For sure. Definitely early last year, and it's been about it was year. amazing. We had the, uh, like turnout was great. Um, it was over Zoom, and I mean honestly, like the word that we prepared, I really enjoyed. It was fun, like just being able to talk, see everyone's faces. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had like group discussions and breakout rooms afterwards. So we're doing that again this Friday. This Friday. It's going to be at eight p.m. Eastern. Um, so look, if you're not doing nothing, which most of y'all not, <laughs> I was playing, 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 but 
if you are free, they're not doing nothing. You have the time. Like, come on, bro. I'm hating. Got plans. I'm hating. That's hate. That's hate. That's hate. But look, <laughs> if you aren't doing anything, you're free. Definitely come through and tune in. We want to do more of these going throughout the year. So it only felt right to start off the year with yeah. this, and really just ending off the month. To be honest, so the link for you to get registered. Um, it's going to be in the description. It's going to be Friday at 8 p.m. So I am assuming once you register, uh, I think you just got to put your name and your first and last name and maybe like your either number or email. I'm sure you'll get a link or at least instructions on how you yeah. how the link will be sent to you before Friday at 8 p.m. So definitely be looking out for that. Come tune will, in. Yeah, link will be in the description. I'm excited for that. And yeah, then also next week, it's crazy. This is what I was going to mention. It's like it's the last... Last full week of the month, Man. I think something like that. It is, yeah. It's kind of it's really gone by fast. I won't lie. From like NT, bro, to now, it's felt like it's been a week into the year, bro. Really? Yeah, it's gone by. Um, I would say January was like the the free trial of twenty twenty three. It was it was the free <laughs> the one month free trial of the year. Um. That's the, the best I can explain it for myself. The free trial that you always, like, you know, get a new account to get access to. Exactly, exactly. It felt like a free trial. felt very much uh, experimental, um, kind of testing the water, seeing what the year held. No, that's true. Yeah. But I'm, I'm excited. I think we had, a, like, a great month. Um, yeah, we added a lot of new things. We're adding a lot more. That's why I mentioned that. So starting in February, yep. like, we're adding a lot, a few more segments to the show, a new format. A bit different than like what we've kind of been doing, but we're just evolving now. I think we're really finding our pocket, like going up just as a podcast and where we want to go. And this month, of course, starting off the year, Wednesday and Friday, the Uh interviews this month I feel have been amazing. We got like more heat to come with people that we're going to be collaborating with. So if you want to have anyone on that you're thinking about, obviously you always know what it is. Fill us in, DM us, us. anything. Um, So yeah, how you feeling about it? You good? I'm feeling great. I was thinking about earlier before we started. This is the first time I've really felt like the most comfortable doing this. Like I feel real comfortable. Mm. So when you say we hitting our pocket, like you're right. Like we hitting our stride. I feel like every time I sit down, I'm getting like I'm comfortable. Like this is my yeah. So we just been experimenting with stuff and just trying new things. So you know. Much love to everybody that's been talking with us, sticking with us to the end. It's, it's only a, going up. That's what I was about to say. It's like, only going to get better. Real spill. It's, it's only, only going, going up. So I'm excited for better. y'all to see what we have in store next week. And, of course, this Friday as well. But with all that being said, let's go, let's go ahead and tap into what let's we go. got today. So we originally were kind of up in arms with what we wanted to talk about on the topic for today. And kind of it really took a whole new direction whenever – I had visited this new church or church um, in New York this past Sunday, and the message was essentially centered around freedom and the freedom that we have in Christ and how to access that, what happens when we get free and how to remain there, and all the practical tips in terms of being delivered from you know cycles of sin or different things that we've dealt with in our past or shame that still may be holding us. And it was it was powerful and it was fire and it just sparked like a lot of different thoughts and ideas in my mind. I was like, yo, I had to bring it to the podcast. And there was one big thing in that message that I took away that I wanted to talk about. But it was really centered around the fact that like freedom requires like obedience. And which of course sounds like very simple, mundane and even elementary in like some ways, but it, it really hit home. And she was basically talking about how, like, you can access freedom, but it 
comes at a cost. Mm-hmm. Like it is going to come on the back end of something. And the verse that she was coming out of, which is one of my favorites, was Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30. And it says, come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And the one thing that I really wanted to focus on is that last part of the verse in verse 30 that says, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And the focus of the message that I heard and what I wanted to bring back today is the fact that with freedom with obedience being coming well it's with freedom coming on the back end of your obedience sometimes we want the freedom god offers but we're not willing to be placed under a yoke mm-hmm. so it says for my yoke is easy and my burden is light and so although it is easy and although that burden is light there's still a yoke there's there still a yoke and that was the first time that i really that I grasped at, that I had stuck out to me, and I'd read this verse a million times. Yeah. It was something that I've I've repeated. I've even said on this podcast a lot, but it was that last part of emphasis wasn't anything that I've really even like conceptualized or acknowledged before. And so, yes, what like I really want to go into is the fact that sometimes we can get in modes in terms of our walk with God and our obedience to where we want like to access that peace, that joy, and that the happiness and all the things that come with what God has to offer to us at no cost. Mm-hmm. And what what I wanted to break down too is of, of like what an actual yoke is, like whenever it's mentioned in this verse. Talk to us. Um, and so a yoke essentially, I'm going to put like image up on the screen right now, but a yoke is essentially what you would place on the head of two oxen. And this yoke is essentially meant to help balance the weight of whatever these oxen are carrying, right? So if they're going to be carrying some carriage of, like, you know, people that may have people in it or maybe some sort of food or whatever, someone needs them to transport. That's what a yoke is going to do. It's going to be around the head of two oxen, and they're going to, it's a sh- they're going to share the weight of what's behind them, right? But in some instance, instances, not many times, but sometimes there's going to be an oxen that is stronger bigger or has the capacity to hold more weight than another. And so in the in those um in those instances or rather circumstances, this stronger oxen or bigger oxen is going to take on more of the weight on its shoulders and what it's carrying, right? And the other oxen that may be smaller is still gonna have a yoke but it's not going to be as much pressure. Mm. It's not going to be as much weight. It's not going to be as much obligation or responsibility. And essentially with this larger auction, it's going to be leading the one which is smaller because it has more weight and responsibility that it has to carry. And so in that same sense, like God and Jesus, what he did on our cross and what he, and how he paid obviously the penalty for our sins and mm-hmm. took on the weight of what we were meant to have. Right. And, was the wages sin his death, took it on death we were meant to have. He is that oxen carrying the yep. weight, yep. the most weight, right? And we're the ones that are, that are like, that's why it says my burden, my yoke is easy, my burden is light, right? Because he's carrying that weight, mm-hmm. yet we're still under a yoke, right? So although we may be carrying less of this weight, or at least maybe very minimal of it, there's still a yoke there. Yep. Does that make sense? It does make sense. So there, there's still a yoke that's present. And so 
I thought that was fire, and that even put it more in perspective uh, for me when it came to this. And essentially, a part of this whole conversation when it comes to obedience is like sometimes that we can try to get away from what that yoke is. Yep. Like I, I, I want all the benefits that come with walking beside God and walking with Him, but I just don't want the responsibility. Mm. I, I don't want to take on that standard that right. he has for my life, right? And one question that was proposed and that I wanted to mention is the fact that it's like we're asking in our mind subconsciously, you know, like how close in proximity can I get to God with, without having to completely like be obedient to him or submit to him, mm-hmm. you know? But you have to realize that there's not freedom without the yoke at all Mm. and there was something like some commentary around like this verse that i wanted to read and it says that the good news is that jesus promises to all who come to him that he will give them rest from the heavy burden of trying to earn their way into heaven and rest from the oppressive yoke of self-righteousness and legalism jesus encourages those who are heavy laden to take his yoke upon them and in doing so they will find rest for their souls the yoke of jesus is light and easy to carry because it is the yoke of repentance and faith followed by a singular commitment to follow him so it's really that last part that really hit home and kind of brought it all in back in perspective for me it's the fact that the yoke of jesus is light and easy mm-hmm. to carry right so there's still a yoke that comes with walking with him yep. and this yoke is easy to carry because the yoke consists of repentance and faith followed by singular commitment to following him and so that's the yoke that we still have to carry right so i'm not having to take on the penalty of earning his love or even earning my righteousness because by way of my belief and my obedience in him and jesus and what he did that's accounted to me Mm -hmm. right and so he's taken on the most of that weight to come down send his son right to die on the cross to pay for our sins yeah. and to act to give us free access to that freedom that we don't have to uh we don't have to work for. So that's what I really wanted to just like really talk about today mm-hmm. and highlight is essentially, yo, what that looks like whenever we're in moments where we like just don't want to take on that yoke mm-hmm. and be obedient to what God has for our lives. Um and how to navigate that. So that was that was really what was on my mind. Is it crazy that I always used to think honestly I always thought that yoke meant like egg yoke when that when that first was That's crazy. That's no, cra- did you were you being serious when you said I that? I was being serious, bro. I saw I <laughs> It's just one of those things like you thought you always thought of as a kid and then it's just stuck with That's you. crazy. No, I that that's nuts. Cause the, I was trying to explain the yoke concept to him right before the episode and he's <laughs> He asked me what a yoke was. I, I said, said. I said, well, like the egg. I was like, I thought you was trolling. Okay. I was being serious, bro. Anyways, you, it was live and learn. Exactly. It's just one of those things yeah. where I understood it was some sort of symbolism, but I thought the the specific symbol like wasn't important or vital to understanding the verse. But when you broke that down, I was like, yo, like the symbols, everything. Without the physical symbol of what a yoke is and how it functions, you probably can't really get you're the full missing, context yeah, of what it is. You're missing out on the whole like half, other half of like the power you can be getting from that verse. So I, that was just honestly like a testament to me, like kind of like a lesson in that moment. But when I first, um, when I read the verse talking about how his yoke is easy, the first question I kind of ask is like, easy, easy compared to what? And you kind of touched on a little bit how like he's carrying the weight of, right? our sin how he died on the cross um 
And I think what happens is our the sacrifice that we has to have to make seems a lot larger when we lose sight of what he's really having to carry or what he, what he had to carry. Um, so you have to constantly be reminding yourself of that, right? Because he he's he's carrying the weight of our sin, the weight of our shame, the weight of the weight of our death. We really got a good deal. Like thinking about this, like it just makes me so grateful. Like that's a great deal, bro. That's a great <laughs> deal. We we all we have to do is carry that that small yoke of like sacrificing how we feel every now and then, right? And and kind of giving that yes and submitting. Like compared to what he has to carry, like that's that's the green light. The best way I I try I've made sense of it is like it would kind of be as if if a professor came to you and is like, hey. For this semester, I'll give you an A. All you have to do is show up to class. Like, you don't have to do any work. You don't have to lift a finger. You just show up to class, you get an A for the semester. Simple. And it's as if, translating back to the yoke, a lot of us are turning that di- turning that down. Like, oh, no, I'll I'll put in the work. It's fine. I'll, I'll grind it out. I'll, stro- I'll complain about how difficult this is. It's like, yo, like, the deal was right in front of you. So, for me, that's, it, it's, it makes me really grateful because it's like in comparison to what he has to carry and what he's done, what I have to do, sacrificing my will, right? Given that, yes, that's light. You know what I mean? That that's, that's easy. So you can't lose sight of like what his sacrifice was because it makes yours seem like it's big, it, it's bigger than it actually is. So. No, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense when it comes to sacrifice. And I think – Really, like you were saying, it really just should bring you back to a place of gratitude when it comes to what your obedience is. And we talked about this once before, but coming back to the fact that is, it is genuinely like a privilege to serve God mm-hmm. and be able to be in connection with him and have the opportunity to wake up every morning and even have the... The, the space to say yes, yep. right? To take instruction from what he wants for your life. It is like a privilege to have a plan and a purpose for your life from mm-hmm. like the God of the universe. And so once you see your, your perspective from it always being maybe a burden on this standard or this, or this, this list of you can't do this or mm-hmm. this is what you're allowed to do in this season and not in this one, it allows you to be, able to be present in what God has for you in a particular season in a moment. So I love that gratitude piece because mm-hmm. although like in light of his sacrifice, ours, what we have to do does seem just so dim. I, I don't want to take away from the fact that it's still obviously difficult, right? It when is. it comes to the obedience sure. and, and walking out what we need to do. So I don't think I want to make that clear because I don't want to like take that aspect of it out of it. But when you take a step back and remember what he did, it always like brings that like heart of gratitude for sure back to where it needs to be. Um, and so that actually got me, th- got, has me thinking about even when we talk about like communion and its significance and its symbolism of always remembering, right. Mm-hmm. Of uh, like yeah. what happened and the sacrifice and which was made for exactly. all of us. And, and while that's important, I was actually on the phone. Um, this had to be a few months ago, but someone was calling me just checking up and, they they asked me, yo, when's the last time we took communion? And I was like, uh, <laughs> it's been a minute. <laughs> I was like, uh, like, you know, I just got to, like, do it when, like, the church, like, yeah. makes it available and whatnot. And they had, like, really challenged me in the fact that in terms of the communion, 
as an act of remembrance, it's something that I definitely need to be taking part in as much as I could yep. and as much as I can because you really can lose sight of that. Like when it comes to like, yo, the basis of all of this before it comes to like the purpose and all and, and the gifts and yeah. all the blessings and the favor that God has in your life, like, yo, like he died for me. Mm-hmm. And I don't ever want, me personally, I don't ever want to get so mundane with that. Like he died yeah. for me, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just a story that we've heard over and over yeah. and, we, and, and we've recited and we tell other people, but sometimes it can just become so like, eh, like, yeah, that happened. Like, yeah, he cool. died for my sins. Right. Yeah. But no, he really did that. Yep. Right. In spite of all the things that I've done to him mm-hmm. and all the ways in which I've gone against what he's wanted for my life and turned back, like he's always been there. Yeah. Right. And did that, knowing what I would do. Mm-hmm. So I just love that point when it comes to gratitude. And actually we had, I don't know if we mentioned this on a podcast. I feel like we did, but there was a post we posted on Instagram not too long ago. And I can't remember which clip it was or what from ep- or from what episode, but someone had said and commented the fact that <laughs> you need to fall in love with God's heart and not his hand. Mm. Yep. And sometimes when it comes to, me and me struggling with my obedience and what God wants like for my life, I can definitely get get in modes where I'm idolizing this purpose. Yeah. Like seriously, like when it comes to the podcast, and that's something I've had to be checked I've been checked on really the past three weeks coming into this year is falling in love with like the gift. Yeah. And what he's given me instead of like the one who's obviously provided that to me. And so I've had to really just con- go back and check my heart mm. and examine and challenge myself. And, yo, like, what is my real motive behind what I'm doing? Like, am I following God? Am I saying yes at the sake of, oh, well, like, I I can't lose my platform. Yeah. I want to make sure there's still favor here. I don't want to lose his, his his blessing or his right. grace and what and what I'm walking into and what the future I have for for this platform and where this podcast wants to go and where I want to do with the business and the content and the monetization. And it's like, you know, I I, I lost track mm-hmm. in terms of like, yo, where my devotion and my heart should really be. Yep. And sometimes it can be like, oh yeah, like I love purpose, but it it can come without all of the the restriction, like mm-hmm. all of. That that standard stuff like oh yeah, yeah like not being able to talk to those particular people being in that environment and or well having to consecrate myself and self and being self disciplined and modes of fasting like I love purpose but I want the benefits of what comes with it outside of mm. what's attached to it all those things attached to Facts. it right and that's where I got it's like yo like I I love this. I love the mic. I love getting up here and being able to speak. I love mm-hmm. being able to see the fruits of my labor that I've put in and being able to see lives impacted. But, you know, like having to really sit down and study every day, <sighs> having to really consecrate myself and my flesh not to go out on the weekend with these people or in that environment. I mean, uh, yeah. I'd be cool. Uh, I just I just want this. Yeah. I I just want the part that that brings me that mm-hmm. that glory that 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 satisf- satisfaction that brings me essentially at the end of the day the most comfort. Yep. Without rest, without having to wrestle in or fight against any of my desires to allow them just to run rampant. But something that has helped me is that line first line that I mentioned that has like just been repeated in my mind is to fall in love 
with God's heart and not, not his, his hand. hand. And just mm. returning back to it like go returning back to his heart. And and the reason why this all started and being in that state of remembrance. And so that's been a big thing for me, to be honest, when it comes to this conversation of like wrestling with that obedience and, you know, wanting that free that freedom, the fullness mm-hmm. of freedom that comes with like abundance in our life without that yoke. I that's something that's helped me. That's been big. Back to yeah, back to that point about the heart and the hand. That's that's something God's been challenging me on very recently. And something that he asked me was like, Am I enough even in the know? Even when I take away that thing, whatever it is you were talking about for you, it was kind of like the, the gift, the podcast, whatever your gift is, whatever that thing is. If God was to take that away <clears throat> or completely change your trajectory, like, is he still enough? And that's something that he's really been challenging me on and, and also challenged me on the, the fact that sometimes where the yes will lead you doesn't really make sense. Sometimes the obedience, wherever it takes you, it, it, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't look right from your perspective. And, I've honestly been dealing with that very recently, like certain things that God's been trying to tell me to give up and whatnot. It just, I'm like, ah, oh. like I'm hesitating because it's like, dang, that doesn't really make sense. And my mind always goes to the story of Abraham and Isaac and how he was told to, Abraham was told to sacrifice his son Isaac. And I think the context of this makes the story even more meaningful in, in, in this scenario is the fact that um, Abraham's wife, was barren like without a child for she was 90 I believe she couldn't have kids so Isaac was like a miracle the fact that God gave her a son Isaac was a miracle so this very same thing that God gave to you as a miracle is telling you to give up like imagine being in Abraham's shoes like that obedience that yes that he's telling Abraham to give makes zero sense but we know the rest of the story if not he He's on his way to literally do it, to sacrifice his son up on the hill. And there's a lamb that's in the bushes. And God says, ultimately, like, I'll provide the sacrifice. So at the at the end of the obedience that Abraham displayed was freedom, even though the road to it didn't necessarily make sense. Like, the end result is always freedom. And I kind of want to take it back to my class example about how if you just show up to the class, you'll get the A at the end of the semester. So no matter what it looks like getting there, it could be snowing, your car can be broke down, there can be some situations going on at your house, whatever the case may be. But you know, if I just show up to class, even though it looks rough, even though it looks, you know, it's windy out, whatever, if I just show up to class, the end result is going to be that A at the end of the semester. And it's the same with this talk about just remaining under that yoke and that obedience, no matter what the obedience looks like, no matter what the road looks like getting there, the end result is going to be what? It's going to be that freedom, simple point blank period. So for me, that has been very, that's been, that's been very pivotal in the season for me in terms of like giving up certain things. And when God's telling me to go down roads that don't really make sense and the, and getting under that yoke don't really seem all that clear anymore. It's like, okay, all I know is that if I'm obedient, the end result is going to be that freedom, point blank, period. Like, he's a man of his word. So that's that's something that I've really been medit- meditating on a lot lately, is that story of Abraham and Isaac. It really blessed me. No, yeah. that make, I was actually, I, I've been thinking about that a little bit. I don't mm-hmm. know for whatever reason, but just challenging myself with that question of, okay, could I give it up? 
like your most prized possession, mm-hmm. the thing that's closest to your heart, the mm-hmm. one thing that you're making a priority that you're working on, putting your blood, sweat, and tears into. Yep. If God said to stop today, like, would you? You know what I mean? Like, would would you mm-hmm. really? Would you let, let that, that go? Let would you really let it go? Yeah. So I've been challenging. I've been challenging myself with that, and that and that really lets you know where your heart's at, in terms of. What is more important? What is the priority? Where is mm-hmm. my heart really at? Is it in who God is or what he's doing for me? Like, mm-hmm. where am I at with that? And always making sure you're getting back to the center of like, you know what? If it all if it all stopped, like if, if, he, if he had to tell me to sacrifice it, to give it up, to lay it down mm-hmm. for a season or even forever, would I be okay? Mm-hmm. Would serving him, being in his presence and worshiping him and just lead, allowing him to lead me, and following wherever he goes be enough. Mm. And so I think that goes goes back to, you know, the whole idea of gratitude and understanding that this is a priv- all of this is a privilege yeah. to be in the position that you're in. Um and that helps with your your obedience. Like when your heart is when when your heart's there, like when it when it's with God and in his hands, it's like okay, like you have a you're more comfortable with like following what he he wants to say, mm. right? Like whenever that is the main priority and it's not divided, your heart's not divided. Yeah, the content of your heart, the energy that you're giving that passion, is solely stuck on him and what he wants. And it's like, you know what? You then you desire it. That is that becomes your main desire. Exactly beyond the platform, beyond the numbers, beyond the success in school, at your job, in this career my desire then becomes whatever he says, mm-hmm. whatever he wants me to do. And so even switching that too. But so I, so, I mean, you kind of mentioned it before, but yeah. dealing with that, what's even more things like when it comes to obedience that you got? Um, I'd say another perspective I like to take on this subject of obedience is the fact that, because we're talking about the yoke and you explained it earlier very well, like you're going to be carrying a yoke regardless that's that's kind of the way I always try to look at it. Like, it just comes down to like who you who do you want to be carrying the yoke with? Because like when you're when it's God's yoke that He's placed on you, it's like He's you know what I'm saying. We talked about it. He's carrying all of that weight, and you you only have to carry that that little bit of weight compared to His. But if you remove Him from that and you take on a different yoke, it's like it's not the same. You're gonna have what's to what's gonna be carrying that for you? What's gonna be carrying that for you? So for example, I'm thinking of a situation. A couple of years back in high school where I had this this girlfriend or whatever and God told me to like um break up with her because I was kinda like idolizing her and vice versa. She was idolizing me. So in that moment, if I decided to stay with her, that would have been me removing God from that yoke and she would have been carrying it with me. In that case, I would the the weight would have been a lot heavier. Because if mm-hmm. God's no longer if God's no longer picking it up, it's like no one else is strong enough to carry all of that. So as soon as you remove him from under up from under that yoke it's like your life becomes so much more difficult because you're carrying so much more so that's the way i always try to look at it like you're going to be carrying a yoke regardless it's just like who who no one else is going to be able to sustain that weight there's always going to be someone else carrying it with you yeah or something Mm. else something Something or someone else walking and carrying that with you that you're going to put in that place to assist you along what life is mm-hmm. and you figuring out and you wanting to find peace, provision, prosperity, abundance, whatever that looks like, there's going to be something that will fill that place and fill that void. Yep. It's either going to be him or 
whatever it is, our relationships. You choose. Substance. You feel me? Yeah. Down the line. So. You got to choose. That's hard. I didn't think about that. Yeah. That's hard. It all started with you uh, correcting what a yoke was. The yoke. The yoke. It all started with the symbol. That's a fact. The yoke. There's going to be someone or something carrying it with you. Yep. Do you want it to be God? Mm. That's hard. That's tough. That's hard. That's tough. I like that. <laughs> More drops coming, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> but we That's hard. We that one drop been carrying us. <laughs> but we can honestly, we can end right there. I think so too. In terms, like I, I think, yeah, that was a mic drop. I love that. It's shout just, out to the spirit. Man. Who do you, who do you want to be? Who do you want to be carrying that with you mm-hmm. and walking along with you in life when it comes to that? That yoke, right? Or yeah. just when it comes to, and necessarily in the context that we're talking about, not necessarily with the verse, but that burden and weight of the life, mm-hmm. right? That we we all have to walk through and carry when it comes to the things that we deal with and go through. Like, who do we want leading us in this pursuit? It's a question you gotta ask yourself. Who do we want leading us in this pursuit? That's why I love that. That's hard. But no, look, we got. Hey. What we got, man? Talk to <laughs> talk to me. <laughs> talk man. to me. We got another episode. Got that. We got another segment at least. Yeah. A talk to me. I actually been really enjoying this. Um, oh, for sure. Definitely gonna get to as many of these as we can. Y'all have been like definitely just showing up and showing out when it comes to texting, leaving voicemails and whatnot, which I re- which I really, really appreciate. So I was going through today and I found one. That I kind of wanted to go over that I feel probably really related to the conversation in some ways, but uh, it's from our guy Ted Jones. So we just play the email. I mean, play the voicemail. That's what I'm thinking. Let's play the voicemail. All right, hold on. So it's from Ted Jones from California. So I'm gonna go ahead and play the voicemail that he has sent. It's probably be a lot easier for y'all. So let's see, let's see, let's see. Hey yo, just different fellas. Good. It's your boy Ted Jones. Calling from Indio, California, my guys. Listening from Indio, California. Really love and appreciate y'all podcast, for real. Um, but really, my question was, I've been a believer for a while. Grew up in church, you know. Uh, just kind of have that background of growing up in church, knowing who God was all my life. I uh, seriously gave my life to Christ uh, about a year and a half ago. Uh, like, for real, for real, like, actually you know, doing the things I should be doing, not just knowing them um, and everything along those lines. But, man, it's just, there's just, like, seasons. It'd be, like, just hard to do what I know I'm supposed to do. Um, You know, be up in that word. And and if I don't feel like it, I don't want to go because it feels uh, disingenuine or not authentic. And I just wanted to know if you guys ever struggled with that um, obviously you guys are firm believers who are affecting many, but I just wanted to know if y'all, uh, ever deal with periods where it's hard to get in your Bible, um, even though you know the blessings that go along with it, or, uh, if it's hard to pray, even though you know the blessings that go along with it and that, you know, so that's pretty much my question. I'm- All right. All right. Our guy, Ted Jones, Ted. shout out, bro. Appreciate you tuning in, showing love to the pod, but no, I really, this is a big one. And I sure. really love this question. I think, obviously, it's something that we've all been through and go through. There's always ups and downs and seasons when it comes to, like, this desire to do the things that we know we should be doing that's going to bring us closer to God. And 
So the biggest thing was that I uh, that I got from this is the fact that obviously he has seasons where it's hard to do what he feels, you know, or at least there's seasons where it's hard to do what he knows he's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Being in the word, praying, etc. And if I don't feel like it, I don't want to go and or do these things because it feels disingenuous or not authentic. And so, yeah, he wants to know if we struggle with that and what I take off on it. Man, oh, man, Ted, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's definitely for sure something that I deal with, honestly, like on a, on a weekly basis. I'm not going to say daily basis, but there's definitely every week there's at least a day or a couple days where I'm really struggling and fighting out to like read my word and to pray and do those daily disciplines that I need to be doing. And um, something that I, this is a video I actually saw very recently, I believe it was on TikTok, and it was talking about how you need to really start showing up for yourself. So the way I start, I started looking at it is like you need to start showing up for God and also showing up for yourself. And the the video was talking about how if you have a job and you're scheduled to go on at 3 p.m., you're going to be there at 3 p.m. Like, you're going to show up on time. Like, if you have a doctor's appointment that's set for 6, you're going to show up at 6. So it was talking about how or questioning why we don't show up for ourselves, right? When we have this thing that we need to be doing that we know is beneficial for our future, why are we skipping out on that? And I just feel like it's honestly a part of it is like a, a lack of self-respect in a way and also for yourself and honestly for God as well. Um, More importantly for God, like why aren't you showing up for him? I think that that's really the baseline. Yeah, that's what I said. Were you talking, you were talking, I feel like you, I th- thought it was more like self, like you were saying like self-respect and stuff like oh, that. Oh, okay. Okay. I mean, okay. Okay. But yeah, Um. so that's kind of like the mindset I I try to have about it. It's like you're, you show up for everyone else but God, everyone else but yourself, everyone else but your purpose and something has to change. You know what I mean? Like I don't, I don't know. It's just it's just like a, a a switch that has to be flipped in your mind. So yeah, that that's one thing. Mm-hmm. How though? How? Yeah, practical tips. Like, what is that? What does that switch look like? So that's we understand um, okay. the the problem and the issue. Um, right? I kind of want to touch on the point he talked about it being like disingenuine. I think right with that. Honestly, I need to redefine what's authentic. Like, I don't think the presence of the desire to do something automatically makes it authentic, or the lack of like, or the lack of that desire making it disingenuine. I don't really think that's the case. I think it reminds me of a situation that happened very recently. Someone had asked me to do something or go to this uh, dinner with them. I didn't really want to, and I told them that, and then I still ended up going out of like. Like, I care about what they think, so or I care about their feelings. So I'm like, I'm going to go despite me not wanting to go. And they kind of got upset at me, and they were like, Jordan, like, I kind of, like, I don't like the fact that you said you didn't want to come, da 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 It just feels like you don't care about me. And I kind of just felt as if the fact that I still went, even when I didn't want to, is a testament to the fact that I do care about you. So I think it's kind of, mm. you feel me? And that's what I told them. So translating that back to this, like, I think the fact that you are still reading it, reading your word, praying, doing those daily disciplines, even when you don't feel like doing it, that is what's real. So I think it comes down to you have to redefine what's real, what's genuine, what's authentic. Because in my eyes, it's authentic when you do it, even when you don't feel like it, when you're pushing through. That's like, that's real. That's really authentic. That's hard. And that's yeah. really what I, I'm just going to pick it back on and kind of like end with, because that's the biggest part that I really wanted to address is the fact that, because sometimes I would feel the same way, especially just kind of like when I was walking out and growing in my faith was dang, like, should I even be doing it if my heart 
if I feel like my heart's not necessarily completely invested in studying the yeah. word, dissecting it, and or like going to my knees like in prayer and things like that. But like you said, what I realized is that your comfortability and or your feelings about something shouldn't remove your participation from it. And so especially when it comes to following God and the things you know that are going to lead you closer to him. And like you were saying, when it comes to like what's authentic and real, there's always going to be feelings and or desires of, well, maybe I don't want to do this in a particular moment. We talked about this last week with like the whole idea of being emotionally scarred and letting your emotions um, be in the driver's seat of our activity. But yo, like even when that's present, right. Me still committing to what I know is a priority and obligation of mine yeah. is what's real and what I know is authentic to my life and my priorities and what mm-hmm. I want to make the center of my attention. And so I think it's not following God isn't about a feeling it's not. like faith in him. Isn't about having to feel something all the time or to be some emotional pool. And that's what I got into um, coming into my relationship with God because I had an encounter with God that was based in, a lot of emotion in terms of like really feeling the weight of his presence and tears mm-hmm. and crying and all that, which was beautiful, amazing, something I'll never forget. But what that misconstrued for me is since that was the initial contact of my relationship with God and what communication looked like with him, I then had a misconception about that's how it had to look every single time. Right. So when I went to church and I, there wasn't tears coming at worship mm-hmm. and or I wasn't laid out at the altar at the yeah. end, I felt as if, oh, wow, like, am I still close? Is he still here? Is my heart still devoted the way it was in that moment? And even when it came to, like, obviously um, that fire I had for God in that particular season and, like, that passion I had and that drive when it comes to, like, make sure I'm reading my word every single day and praying and whatnot, whenever there was moments or seasons where, like, that wasn't necessarily there to that extent, right, it was like, I was questioning everything. Yeah. And like I felt like my faith was off balance and I was completely just up in arms and oh, I've lost God. Yeah. And I'm not a Christian anymore. And it's like, no, right? Because it is about following God in spite of, okay, we just, I feel like we just mentioned this. What is love? Um, love what is, is love? choice. It's a choice. Okay. Love is, because you mentioned it, you mentioned it before. Love is doing, and what did you say? It was like, <laughs> love is. I think I I brought up the when I was talking about how God so loved the world so he gave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the scripture talks about for God so loved the world that he gave his only son. Love is giving. He loved the world so he gave. So it, like it 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 goes beyond deeper than just a feeling like it's a choice like he chose to give his son. Like I'm sure he didn't want to have to do that but like he still chose to. Well actually where I was going with that is Oh, you thought you, no, you got <laughs> But what you, but what you said once is uh, the fact that love is what you do in spite of uh, how you feel. Right, right, right. 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 And so bringing that full circle with this conversation, that's what I had to realize. And the fact that, you know, like my relationship with God goes beyond just some emotional response yeah. and or feeling that I, I have every time. It's so much deeper than that. And once we move outside the scope and mature to realize that you know our relationship with God expands outside of just like tears and like feelings of always having this like intense desire. Yeah. Um, then that's when we can push through. And of course, as we continue to show up, with God every single day, even in those moments, right? We're still we're still being edified, and we're still getting that desire, and yeah. the hunger for Him is going to continue to grow day after day, step after step after step, as long as we stay consistent. Yeah, and so, yeah, I have one more thing I wanted to say though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, this is more like a a practical tip to kind of 
stick on those daily disciplines is the fact that you need to constantly be intentional about putting yourself in situations where you're having to talk about your faith. Um, other, otherwise, it'll become dual. And I was looking back on just honestly the last like five years of my life. I was never more on top of my daily disciplines than when I used to work at Old Navy a couple years back. And the reason why is because when I worked at Old Navy, I had I was very like adamant and like vocal about my faith. Everyone there knew about my faith. It was something that someone always brought it up to me every day, asking me questions, specifically my manager about how's the podcast going and how's this going and how's this doing. So what that did is it forced me every single day I'm going into work. I know like these people know what I live for and what I'm about. And I know I'm going to be faced with a bunch of questions. I'm going to be faced with a lot of uh, ideas that people have. And I need to make sure that I'm prepared for that. So that was just kind of like fuel on the fire for me to make sure that I was in my word, that I knew that I was, I knew what I was talking about because I didn't want to lead anyone astray for one. I also didn't want to sound dumb, but like I didn't want to lead anyone astray. But that's something that like honestly really helped me in my life is just like being in those situations where you're, you were, you were going to be talking about your faith. Right. And adjacent to that, one thing that I've noticed the past really month that I haven't done in a really long time when it comes to being vocal is sharing your testimony because sharing your testimony will always remind you of God's proof in your own life and take you back to your first love. Mm -hmm. Right. So whenever you're sharing, okay, yo, this is what God brought me from, what he delivered me from. And this is where he's, and this is what's happened in that period of time and where I'm at today. You're reminded of that first love and where it started and that, 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 that pierces your heart, right, and keeps that desire flowing, right? Just like with any relationship, like, you have to continue dating, like, who you're with. We talked about this before, like, once you get married, like, to make sure that you're staying, like, on top of, like, that fire that y'all once had the first time you met. Yeah. And so that's one thing that I've noticed, too, that, would you say that's fair? Does that make, like, for sure. Mm. Cool. Fair enough. So, yeah, shout out Ted. Shout out Ted, man. Shout out Ted, man. Thanks, we appreciate you, bro. Thanks uh, for submitting your, your question. No, yeah, so if you want to, be on the segment, you feel me, talk to me. You can text or leave a voicemail at 502-501-5144. That's 502-501-5... That's crazy. <laughs> crazy. 502-501-5144. The number is going to be left in the description, of course, whatever you feel comfortable with. If you want to text, if you want to leave a voicemail, we're open to both. We want to make sure that we're getting to all these questions. Anything. It can be anything. It can be, you know, more lighthearted, fun, story time, something funny that's happened that, you know, you want to question on or you're just going through and or, like, you know, some life advice that you need. But we got you. Come, you know, talk to me. Talk talk to me. Let's go. So, yeah, I hope we answered that question. I think we got it, though. I think we got it. I hope so. <laughs> yes, sir. So, yeah, this Friday, 8 p.m., Revive Gen Online Zoom Bible Study. Go ahead and register. Tap Link will in. be in the description. Tap and of course, be looking out for that episode of asking for a friend. The first episode, which I'm really excited about. I think it's to be be the biggest thing we do all year. To Most be honest, definitely. yep. So let's get into. Do you it, use man. Amazon Music? Do you use Amazon Check. Heavenly poetry. Shout out Don. Devil ain't stopping nothing, Don just annoying me. My team nice, I don't know how they still ignoring me. That's why I hop on beats and treat some heat like it's some toiletry. Ironically, I wrote this verse right from my toilet seat. I'm guessing that's what God been here anointing me. What? 
All my failures just open doors to me. God been holding me up and the spirit giving me buoyancy. Look, I gotta get my mind clear. Man, live life and never understand the fear. My life is like a rainbow, the end is never near. But only when the light's right will I ever reappear. I ain't gotta tell them we on, just gotta leave them alone. A lot of young greats with no guidance on phones and alone. The cost is too great to be stepping out, gotta feed him at home. See the media girl shirtless and twerking to their favorite song. For real. And they just trying to get a clear view okay. My O's gone, but I'm still looking in the rear view what? I crash fast that my past crashed Man, I try to brush it off, but it still hurt me like a rear tooth Man, catch that metaphor, you realize that I learned something Them scripts hit, I got the power to discern something Man, they wanting me to snap Kevin Ware, Olivia Pope flow I ain't never unprepared, so yeah Come on! That was a yeah. bar I ain't right. never unprepared yet. Let's play out. Let's play out. So stay ready, you know. Let's do it. Let's play out. Look, I'm on a heavenly rampage. Don't need no fan page. Don't need no round of applause. What? My team's still destined for the top like some mayonnaise. It don't matter if we in between a rock or a hard place. Promise we cut for this. And no, I don't need no band-aids. Cause I'ma let my heart bleed. Praying and picking the devil's locks like I'm a car thief. Hop in the passenger. Tossing Jesus the car keys. He gon' take the wheel. Put it in sport without the car. I'm just trying to go where no one goes like it's hard. I'm just trying to fish for all the souls, even, even the, the sardines. sardines Most of these rappers faking, they play like they some Barbies what? One day he gon' call the class in the session, ain't no tardies So I gotta give him my best, then I'ma give him the rest Been in the lab like Dex, an animal, but in the end they gon' call me a vet I never need they respect, I never want no regrets I'm preaching Jesus until the reaper comes and collects My bad, y'all, I hope y'all can hear that I know I was, I could not he gonna come, come and collect I could not sing along to that one he slid. For That's real. Heavenly Poetry by Don Reddy. We love y'all. Stay you. Stay real. Stay humble. We'll catch y'all next week. Much love. <laughs>